Hola, hola. Welcome to the Breakthrough Brand Show. I'm Fabi Paolini, and my mission on this podcast is to give you behind-the-scenes stories, anecdotes, and unique perspectives behind building a premium brand that makes a real impact. I believe that when you create a message that is aligned with your truth, you can have the breakthroughs that changes lives. Each week, me and my guests share with you how we're making an impact with our message and the stories behind our success. So that being said, let's dive into today's episode. Well, I'm so excited for the guest that I have today because she was actually one of the first business coaches that I worked with and I started my business in 2016. I don't know if you remember that or if you know that, but um, since then I've worked with her actually a few times. I even flew to her house, if you remember that. Um, I think in the beginning of 2018, when I launched, just before I launched Breakthrough Brand, which is my group coaching program. So I love her. I admire her. She's really amazing at what she does. Please welcome Jenna Faith. So excited to have you Hello. here, Jenna. Hi. How have you <laughs> been? Okay. It's awesome. I'm- I'm good. Also known as Jen Scalia for also known as Jen Scalia. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I didn't ask. I was going to ask you if, which one you wanted me to call you, but we're good. We're going to do Jennifer. Yeah. So, okay. Tell us a little bit of what it is that you do. I know what you do, but let's tell the audience what you yeah. do. So in a nutshell, right, because I definitely do a lot of different things, but I really help people with their visibility blocks and money blocks around growing their businesses online. So I mostly work with personal brands, um, but kind of venturing out into other industries and companies and things like that. Um, be heading into my 10th year this year or 2023. So yeah, I mean, I love working with people on really helping them like embody what it means to be an mm-hmm. entrepreneur, because I feel like that part is like where a lot of people get hung up. You know, you yeah. can teach all the strategy and all of that stuff. But if we can't actually get into that mindset of what we have to do as an entrepreneur, it it's a tough road. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That I, I feel the same way. It's funny because I was going to ask you, and you answered it, um, what you feel matters most if strategy or mindset? Well, I used to, mm-hmm. I used to think it was like 80, 20, right? But now I really do think it's like 90, 10, like 90% mindset, 10% strategy. Yeah. But also in saying that the strategy is still very important, that 10, that 10% is still very important. Without it, you don't have a business either and you're not going to make money. Um, but definitely the mindset because the strategy is out there. You know, people can find the strategy on YouTube, on TikTok, anywhere, right? Exactly. So why isn't everyone successful? It's because of their mindset and how they approach their business. That's it. And, you know, I feel like when you, I mean, you've always done mindset work. And I was going to say when you started, when I started, I remember mm-hmm. that you always did mindset stuff, but I feel like before it was your focus was a little bit more strategic and now mindset has like I think of you and I think of mindset even more than business and strategy um and I it's so funny because in my own evolution in my own business that's what I've been doing as well not necessarily publicly but internally it's like no I, I really feel that mindset is at the core can you kind of tell me a little bit about what that evolution has been like for you Yeah. I mean, it's similar to what you just said. It was like people were coming to me for strategy and I was really good at that. I have a lot of experience in marketing and social media and people would come and just after working with so many people, I mean, I've worked with like 3000 people like individually and it was always the same stuff that was coming up. You know, it was the visibility blocks. It was, I I don't know if I'm good enough. It was the imposter syndrome. It was who am I to charge these prices? So 
most of the people I worked with closely, even though they came to me for strategy, we always ended up working on the internal stuff and the mindset. So I was just like, obviously, this is really the thing there. that people need to master in order to really get to where they want to go. That's it. I, 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 that's what I feel more and more. And it's so funny because for me this year, I re-recorded most of my program, if not all of it, which took, has taken a lot of work, but it's because I feel like, you know, there's so much of that piece that's necessary to be included within the strategy. And in my case, within the messaging, right? Like, okay, yes, you can have a great message, but you need to embody it first. Like you need to believe it for, you need to really, um, you know, just be one with what you're saying. So I, I really feel like that mindset and energy piece is really fundamental. Um, okay. So tell me your story. How did you get here? what, what is, what, what brought you to where you're at today? (laughs) Lots of things, but this particular (laughs) business, I mean, I would say, you know, my, my dad was an entrepreneur. He was an entrepreneur from when he was like 14 years old, but it was never taught in my household to do that or to be that it was always more of like a negative thing. Like you have to work really hard type of thing, you know? And, but I do feel like it was just always like, in me to do that, you know, um, had a couple jobs when I was younger, my twenties and things like that. But I always had like something on the side. I was always trying to do like my own thing, start my own little like traveling, you know, massage business. Like it was always something that I was trying to do. Even before this business, I was, um, had a clothing line with my ex-husband. So like, I always had that in me to like, want to do my own thing and be an entrepreneur. But this particular business, I had actually gone back to work after I had my son. And I was hired to like do social media for a huge casino, which was awesome. It was literally the dream job. Like I was getting paid to like be on Facebook 40 hours a week. So Mm -hmm. I loved my job, but I ended up getting laid off. And after that, I was just, I kind of got like internally like pissed off. And I was just like, okay, nobody's ever going to tell me that I can't work or that I can't make money or that I'm not going to get a paycheck. So this is when I discovered coaching and online stuff because I was thinking in my head, like, well, if I'm doing social media for these like major companies and major brands, why can't I just do it for myself and like do my own thing? So it really started there with just using my skills in marketing and social media to kind of build up my own business. Through that, there's been a huge evolution, as you mentioned already, just from right. trying to figure it out. And I think that that's normal. I think we all, you know, nobody goes into business with everything perfect. You know, like we're going to evolve. We're going to decide what we like, what we don't like, what works for us. So there's definitely been an evolution in almost 10 years because I started in 2013. That's amazing. Well, what do you think is the thing that has, I think we're going to come back to the same topic, but I'm still going to ask it, contributed the most to your success? (laughs) Hmm. Well, definitely mindset. <laughs> That's why I was like, I think, this is uh, no, I think it really question. is like my experience, you know, and, and I had to fight my own battles, you know, too, because I'm a huge introvert, hugely mm-hmm. private person. Everything that I did before I started this business was always behind the scenes. You know, I was like the right hand man. I was like somebody's helper and assistant. I was always helping other people shine. So like when I came into this business as an introvert, like the idea of like having to blast my face everywhere and have a big header on my website with my picture was, it was scary to me. You know, now it's like Jen's taking 10 selfies a day and I love it, you know, and doing TikToks, (laughs) but it definitely was hard for me in the beginning to overcome that. And so mindset definitely played a big role in, you know, my vision um, and overcoming the ego bullshit that comes up Mm -hmm. because 
I was stopping myself, you know, from really being able to help people and make an impact. I love that. And, and I, I also feel like, because I've been following you for a while, um, there's something that I see very similar in you and I, and it's our ability to take action. Like you are such an action taker and I see your, or I, I get your daily emails and I see you doing your stuff. I'm like, damn, okay. Jen's doing this. I'm also sending all those emails. You're so good at, at being very present, which obviously is part of what you do and in, in, in helping people with visibility. But do you have you always been an action taker like that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like I said, because I was always behind the scenes, it was always like right. I was doing the work, you know what I mean? And letting somebody else shine. But you make a, a huge point. And that's something that I overlook personally, because it's just who I am. Like if mm-hmm. I make a commitment to something or I say I'm going to do something, I just do it, you know, yeah. and I've always just been very committed to my work. I've always been, you know, had a great work ethic um, that probably comes from our, you know, Spanish heritage or background, right? Having like a really good work ethic. Um, so I always just did it, you know, because I felt like that was my job to show yeah. up and be consistent. Yeah, I, 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 I'm definitely like that. I feel, you know, I literally had a conversation with my team earlier today and they were like, how do you, I don't, they don't understand how sometimes how I get so much stuff done, but it's just like, I'm, I'm just very much an action taker. It's who I am. So anyways. Um, okay. So uh, the next thing I want to ask you is I, I want to kind of play with the duality and ask you what you feel or what is your go-to strategy for mindset? And I'm, I'm, I guess, I don't know if there would be a strategy, but what's the go-to thing that you like to do when you're like, okay, I need to feel good. I need to, I need to get my energy up. What's the main thing that you go to for that? Yeah, for me, and I think you already know this, but other people might not know it. It's definitely journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, journaling, I would say a combination of journaling and self-coaching. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like I have coaches, I have mentors, I work with people with energy and things like that. But for me, it's always like getting back to center, like grounding myself, reminding myself of like, what's my vision? What do I actually want? Um, and I do that through like a journaling process that I've been doing for almost 10 years too. I think I started that around like 2014, something like that. Um, And it's just been my go-to for anything, you know, if I'm having issues, um, you know, so I journal in a specific way. Um, We can get into that if you want, but I journal a specific way. But then the self-coaching for me, it's kind of like, it's funny. I think it's funny because it's like, I'm having a conversation with myself just as if I would have a client, you know, conversation. And I just kind of talk myself either into or out of certain things. And it just brings an awareness um, of like what's actually going on um, Mm -hmm. and being real with whatever comes up. That's so funny. I, I started doing self-coaching as well. Um, I think about a year and a half ago, I came across these questions and I was like, huh, these are really good questions to have. And it's questions like, what's the truth about the situation right now? Mm-hmm. What's the opportunity in this challenge? How are you showing up? How do you want to show up? What's the lesson here? Like questions like that. And literally anytime that I'm like, mm, feeling kind of yucky or something's going on and I'm not spiraling necessarily, but yeah, spiraling probably. And I'm like, <laughs> my brain's going, I'm like, okay, stop. Let, let's sit down and ask yourself these questions. What's really good. And it's, it's so helpful. Like really, taking the moment to kind of find the truth of behind the situation, right? Absolutely. No, I love those questions too, but you're right. Because I think a lot of times when we're facing something that we don't necessarily want to face, we just like bury our head in the mm-hmm. sand, right? And it's like, oh, we're just not going to deal with that right now, right? Like it'll fix itself. But no, I think it is. And I think it's it's powerful. It shows strength to like actually be real 
with yourself, yeah. you know, because nobody else is going to yeah. see it. Nobody else knows. It's just like, can you even be real with yourself Yeah, uh, and say, okay, this is the reality of the situation, or this is what needs to happen. And then follow through on that. That's true. And it's funny. Cause you just said that you, you started this kind of process in 2014. Um, I don't know what it was like for you, but for me, when I launched my business, I was very like naive and I was like, oh, sure. Business marketing, have an offer. That's it. I had no clue that this was not like business is all personal development. Like I would say 90%, like kind of what you said before. Right. And I was like, oh, and that's when I was like, okay, now what do I do? How do I manage my brain? How do I manage how I'm the things that I, that I'm feeling or the fears are showing up and that's when I really dove deep into personal development as well. So it's funny that you're like, well, I started my business. And now that I think about it a year later, I was like, yeah, it sounds about right. Probably. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's it's probably the biggest personal development lesson that we could have. Like it's just building something from the ground up and then seeing it grow and evolve and all the things that we have to go through in the process, you know? A hundred percent. Okay. So then let's switch it to the other side. What's your go-to strategy for client acquisition? Oh, well, (laughs) for client acquisition, um, definitely I, I'm more focused on partnerships, Mm -hmm. um, but my, my number one strategy for like marketing and nurturing those leads is definitely email marketing. Yeah. That's my jam. I love email. Um, and yeah, I was just made, made a post like businesses who aren't utilizing email, they're leaving a lot of money on the table. So I'm really passionate about that um, and audience growth in general, because I feel like a lot of people, at least in our space, don't really teach that, which to me, it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> like you need traffic, right? Like you need leads, you need people yeah. to sell to. So a hundred percent. And yeah, I, you know, I've always been similar to you in terms of like, I just love writing. Like I love creating. And when I started my business, I would email maybe like twice a week. And then slowly that turned into three times a week. And now I literally email every single day. And I have a strategy in terms of like on Monday, this is the type of email I send out Tuesday. So every day of the week, there's something specific. So it's not as difficult as you would think, but I'm very similar to you, like super active. And I love your emails. I think that your emails are really, really good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, I was the same way. I remember committing, you know, I was like, I'm just going to send, because I would, you know, sign up for other coaches and gurus and stuff. And they would always send their emails out like, like clockwork. Right. So I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm going to Wednesdays at 10 AM. I remember that being like my first commitment to writing an email every Wednesday at 10 AM, I'm going to send an email. And the same as you, it just, it was like, oh, I have more to say, you know? So then that turned into two and that turned into three and then that turned into every day. So we're pulling back a little bit, um, you know, now, but I find it easy because that's my wheelhouse. Right. So some people might not feel the same way, but it's like, find what works for you. You know, what's the thing that's like very easy for you to do and commit to doing that and showing up a hundred percent. That's, that's literally usually what I tell my clients too. Like if you're great at writing, go, if you're great at video, go, but committing to doing video when you're like, I, I hate cameras and I hate doing videos. It's like, you're going to do it for a week and then you're going to just stop doing it. It's what's the point, right? Yeah, you just set yourself up for failure when you do exactly. that. I mean, I know that there's people who like praise doing like 365 live streams. And I'm like, that is something like I know for myself, I would never commit to that. Like, yeah, I just know I wouldn't follow through with it. So why would I even set myself up for that? <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. I, 
And for me, especially because I, despite the fact that I'm super active in terms of content creation, I'm very strict with the weekends being the weekends. Like I will not, I will log out of my email, out of Facebook, out of everything. And I will be very present with my family during the weekend period. I'm like, I don't know, never going to do weekend stuff. I mean, unless, I don't know, like something specific happens that I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to send an email during the week or something like that. But I do not. So the other thing I was going to ask you, though, about content, do you write your content like on a day to day basis or do you um, like batch it or something like that? I always write my content in real time. You know, I get that question a lot. People are like, Mm -hmm. how do you do that? You know, but I think I think that there's just a different energy when you're writing it in real time and it's something that's like relevant right now, Mm -hmm. like people that translates, not to say that batched emails can't be good. um, But I just feel like it's a different energy. And I feel like you can also feel that um, when you receive the email. Now, when it comes to like videos and TikToks, I'll batch those because it requires a lot. But most of my writing um, is just in the moment. What am I feeling right now? What do I want to say? What do I want? What do I want my audience to know right now? Right. I do something similar. Well, I, I write my emails usually on Fridays and, and or my content for the following week. Right. So it's kind of live ish. I mean, it's just five days away. Yeah. Um, but then also I'm just very open to downloads that come through. And for whatever reason, almost every time when I am putting my middle child to sleep at night, like <laughs> as she's falling asleep, I'm like, oh, Eureka. And I like take out my notes app on my phone. I'm like, just write, 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 write. And sometimes then when I organize my content on Friday, I'll be like, okay, the email that I wrote on Wednesday night or whatever, um, that tends to work for me as well. But for me, I have to sit down one day a week and be like, okay, I'm organizing everything because yeah, you're very organized. I I noticed that. <laughs> but I'm I like what you said about the trigger of like, um, you know, when you're putting your daughter to bed. So for me, it's like my journaling because I'm committed to my journaling every day. And mm-hmm. once I'm doing my journaling, like something always comes, you know, I'll, I'll like write a line and I'm like, Ooh, I can use that for content, you know? And then it's like, Oh, I want to talk about that in my email. So I, I kind of set up these like trigger events. So it's like, I know when I write my, my content or when I do my journaling, I'm going to get the idea for my newsletter. And that's the next thing that I do. That's true. Isn't it funny how everything becomes content now that you're like something I'm like, oh, you're going to supermarket content, content. Exactly. Your life is like, oh, I'm going to write that so that I don't forget. And I, <laughs> everything is content in, in, in this world that we live in. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. So the other thing that I was going to ask you was what platform are you really feeling right now? Definitely TikTok. Yeah. Right. Even though I haven't posted But to me, I feel like it's uh, Instagram for me has always just been kind of there, but I never really monetized my Instagram. Like I have, I put content out on there, but it never was like a big monetization thing for me. Facebook was always, you know, my number one, my go-to, but I'm just tired of it, (laughs) you know? So TikTok to me, it's fresh, it's new. Um, I think that the reason why I like it is because it really allows you to just be you, show your personality. Like people can really get to know you, even though it's a very short video, like, your quirks, your personality, like how you operate, how you move. Like, I think that that really creates connection with your audience. And I love that it's a very um, organic growth on TikTok. Whereas like some of the other platforms, like it's pay to play, you know, Facebook is pay to play. Instagram is pay to play. Whereas TikTok, it does require a lot of commitment and consistency, but 
you can grow really, really fast organically. Yeah. A hundred percent. I've, you know, for me, I feel the same way. And as a consumer, I love TikTok. Like I, it's a hundred percent my favorite platform to be on. Like if you could choose one for me to actually consume content, because I first, at first, very similar to you, I was like always on Facebook and I'm still always on Facebook in terms of content creation, but not necessarily consuming other people's. I mean, I'll read stuff like, when I open up my, my Facebook to share my stuff, I'll read people's stuff. But like for me to actually sit down and watch a whole three minute video, that's me on TikTok. Like anytime I have a minute and which I don't have a lot, cause I have three <laughs> kids and a business, you know, you know how it is. Um, but whenever I have a minute, I'll be on TikTok, like whoop, scroll. it's just so yeah. good. Like it's, yeah. I feel like you have, I think it, you know, we have shorter attention spans obviously now. So it's just, it gives you what you need. And then I feel like if you want to go deeper, you want to go further, you're going to explore that person or you're going to mm-hmm. explore what they have to offer, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, and I've purchased, I found a, a couple of coaches that I've ended up working with through TikTok as well. So for people that are like, no, nah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, it works. I really do. I really do. Believe, I mean, I have client success stories on TikTok that I'm like, wait, you're doing what I teach on TikTok. And they're like, like, I don't know, like 300,000 followers. I'm like, okay, how, how do I do the same? Yes. <laughs> so yes. It is what it is. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Jenna. This was really fun. Um, yes. Where can people find you? Where can people get more information about you? and On TikTok? No. <laughs> so um, yes, I am on TikTok. Um, but my TikTok is actually Jen Scalia. Mm-hmm. Um, but everywhere else is Jenna Faith. So I'm awesome. Jenna Faith everywhere on Instagram, um, Met for Millions, and my website, jenscalia.com. I would definitely suggest signing up for my email list um, yeah. because it's amazing, says Fabi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm all over the place. Perfect. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Absolutely. Gracias for listening to today's episode of the Break Your Brand Show. To listen to more episodes or to be featured as a guest, go to fabipaulini.com slash podcast for more details. Can I ask you for something? If you got value out of this episode, would you share it on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or just post it online. If you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let me know about the show and include the hashtag Breakthrough Brand Show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, rating, amor, love, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean so much to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, fabipaulini.com, or follow me everywhere as Fabi Paulini. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. Con amor, Fabi.